Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with a Kick. I I greeted you with your typical school announcements uh, start for the day, uh, but good morning and welcome back to another episode of Coffee with a Kick. This is our first uh, solo recap episode, sort of. Like, you know, we did our, our previews for the action that occurs later today for the Champions League. That premiered yesterday, so if Check you haven't watched that, if you haven't watched that, go ahead and click on it. I'll I'll link it here. Look at that. Boop, there it is. Wow. Check it out. Uh, but this is going to be a recap for the EPL action that just finished up uh, yesterday morning on Monday with that wonderful, sure, wonderful Tottenham and Fulham match. Um, but, you know. While we'll do things, uh, while we'll do things, why don't we just do things in chronological order, starting with, as we typically do, the early match on Saturday, which was Liverpool and Everton, the Merseyside derby. Um, We, uh, well, we both got it correct. However, let's go here. Perfect pick. Two to zero, Everton (laughs) falls to Liverpool. Um... What say you about this result for Liverpool? This Mo Salah... De- uh, well, I mean, Everton getting the red card kind of helped things along, you know, there at the in the first half. Yeah, I felt like before the red card, Everton was actually playing in the game. Mm-hmm. After the red card, it seemed like they were just waiting for the inevitable. It was like 60th yeah. minute on, you could just feel the tension. Of Liverpool's probably going to get a goal soon. So I never thought that Everton were not going to win or get a point after the red card. So I don't know. I Mo Salah comes through like he always does. Somehow mm-hmm. always gets a penalty every game. I'm not sure. No speculation, but somehow. Not saying, yeah. just saying, you know. Just saying, but, you know, 2-0, Liverpool got their points. That's all yeah, I we expected it as much, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, hard. it's hard when you're – the when you need to be the aggressor in the match or you know you're the underdog in the match and you get something as detrimental as a first half red card and on a second yellowness like you know keep keep your head t- together like if you're on a yellow in the first half be careful be careful don't get yourself a second yellow and get a red and then put a put your not as good side against them uh still I, they held on for a good amount of time but in the end as you said Liverpool was just too much to handle. It I probably would have been the result I, either way, um, to be honest, because I, I picked it that way. But, you know, it, it, there's a bit of grit from Everton going through. Just they couldn't they couldn't hold on because it's, it's a long time holding on for all that uh, with only 10 men on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then to... Ooh, to... Ha-ha! <laughs> My wolves, my wolves in Bournemouth. I mean, we we needed it, we did need it. But once again, this was one of our perfect picks. Uh, you thought we would draw? I thought. We well, would the one week I don't pick wolves to I win. I know, right? They ended up winning. I know what to do now. Every weekend, though, I'll just pick them not to win. I mean, speaking of red cards, we did we did get the little bit of assist. Listen, we came back on our own terms, all right? We drew 1-1 with the Kunha goal uh, with yeah. Pedro Neto coming through for us again. Uh, 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 and then, you know, 54th minute, the Bournemouth gets the red card. And then we, we press. 
Like we, we we needed to get that goal. And you could feel like it was it was they were definitely pressing for that goal because they you could smell blood in the water essentially. Uh, the wolves could, and then finally 88th minute, late, 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 with Huang He Chan coming through with the assist for Kalajic. Yeah, I thought it was a good game. Honestly, like it was neck and neck. I thought it was pretty even until the red card. Then it kind of felt like it took Wolves a little bit, but it felt like they were starting to actually realize, wait, they have 10 men. We can actually go go at them and and score. So once they realized that, they finally got their goal. So kudos to them. And I will take it. Definitely helps. Listen, if we can – I will take my prediction being wrong if it means my Wolves stay up, you know? I'll definitely take my beginning of the season prediction getting wrong. Uh, anyway, that's all for my Wolves. Great result, fellas. Let's keep it on for next week. Um, Brentford and Burnley. Brentford and Burnley. Uh, this one went pretty pretty close to how we thought. Hey, Burnley's not good. Brentford's decent. They're pretty good. Uh, neither of us got it exactly right. You thought that Burnley would get a goal in on it. Uh, but... Once again, once again, we just can't go a game this weekend almost without getting a red card at some point. Um, but Brentford, I th- this one was never in doubt. Uh, they scored in the 25th minute and kind of just cruised through the rest and even got the, the bonus goal there after the 78th yellow-red uh, for Burnley. Yeah, this one, it's as I watch Burnley more, I realize they probably are the team with the most pointless possession out of any team in the Premier League. They There's not been a game where they haven't won the possession battle. And as you can see, I mean, they only got one shot on target. Yeah, that's... Uh, it's, they're just, it's not possession that matters. So if they can start to change that, maybe they'll actually get points, but it's pretty pointless. <laughs> maybe? But yeah, it's... They're not that exciting to watch, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Luckily, we also had Brentford in the side, who loves to score goals randomly. Um, and then we'll move to what was the barn burner of the week, was my prediction for it. Uh, maybe not exactly, but still a good match. City hosting Brighton. Uh, uh, what? What? Yeah, we got Erling Holland back on the score sheet. A lot of early action from, from City, and then just not a lot of anything. And then we got some more. And of course, you know, because it's another day ending in Y, a red card. <laughs> yeah, this red minutes. card, I have some. Bo- I have a bone to pick. Now, if you watch the red card, he barely touches Fatih. Mm-hmm. And, on, and he goes down, he gets a second yellow. Even the announcers were like, that's not a yellow. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll be able to appeal it. But either way, City should have put it away in the first half. We dominated the first 25 30 minutes like we always do and it felt like we put it away but then 2-0 is the worst score to be up by keep that in mind by the way i really thought that brighton were going to come back and win but we held on we got three points we broke the premier league record for most home wins in a row really it was like 20 or 21 in a row so we did do that good for you Hey, we both we we both thought this uh, one. Well, actually, I think I had yeah, I had City drawing. So it, this one you got over me because um, you had mm. it as a four-two victory. 
So definitely more nervy than you had anticipated. But still, you know, a win's a win in the end. And then uh, we'll go to Newcastle hosting Crystal Palace. You had this one as a draw. It did not end up being a draw. Of course, obviously, Newcastle's going to win 4-0. to What is with these guys, you know? Yeah, this was not close. No. Newcastle dominated. Speaking of putting away in the first half, I mean. Yeah. I was scared it was going to be another 8-0. to zero. Honestly, yeah. I, really, I really was. But thankfully, Crystal Palace actually defended in the second half. But not a good one for them. Yeah, again, three first half goals always feels good. You can coast on that at the end uh, through the yeah. second half. Uh, no red card. Oddly enough, in this one, wow, first one of the weekend, cool beans. Uh, and then uh, here's here's that here's that two o two o coming back to bite you here. Nottingham Forest shock draw two two with Luton. Uh, they go up two uh, o in the seventy six minute with a with the ending of a Chris Wood brace. From an Anthony Alanga assisted him on both of his goals. Ended up getting his brace there in the 76th minute. And then Luton turns on the Jets. What? <laughs> and they get their 83rd minute, so it gives them a bit of hope. And then 90 plus two, the late equalizer. Yeah, this one just watched from like the 73rd minute on. And really when Chris Wood scored the second goal, I thought it was over. Yeah, for He's sure. Knowing who Luton Town is. But they showed some resilience. And it, it was exciting at the end to watch them score. And I really think that them drawing now took them out of the relegation zone. And now we're seeing maybe Luton could scrap their way to staying up in the Premier League. Boy, that's... I mean, with how bad Sheffield and Burnley are playing, I mean, it could be possible. It could be. I mean, <laughs> Sheffield for sure. Like, they're... They're on a single point so far this season. Uh, but, you know, it, yeah, it's disappointing from Nottingham Forest. You know, they've been looking pretty good in the past couple weeks um, yeah. with, like, some resilient – I mean, draws mostly. But but still, they've been, been been more optimistic. And this is one of the ones that you hope to salt away for just a three points to make sure – Sort of like the Wolves trying to punch your ticket to get out of the relegation zone. Instead, you give Luton a lifeline, strangely enough. I mean, it's, you know, props to Luton. Props to Luton. Your jerseys are still terrible, but whatever. (laughs) You might not get relegated. They're out of the zone. Out of the zone for now. Uh, And then on to the primetime matchup of Chelsea and Arsenal. Once again... The most dangerous lead in sports, a 2-0 soccer lead. I I almost predicted the Chelsea win. Uh, you did. It was three to one. You picked. I it was 2-0, and I was feeling really good. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, within seven minutes, Arsenal scores two goals. Arsenal. I don't know when teams are going to stop letting them score in the 80th minute and on, but it wasn't this weekend. It wasn't I mean, this weekend. Six of their eight match days, they've scored in the 80th minute or on. Oh. That's, yeah, yeah I mean, it, Chelsea was, was the better side for a large part of the match. Strangely yeah. enough, like Chelsea has not been good. I picked them to lose. Uh, 
they in both they Chelsea proved end up proving both of us wrong for alternate reasons. Uh, in the end, it did end up being like a kind of Chelsea that that we've come to expect from this season a sort of Chelsea collapse there, and it just just not paying attention for that little bit and then getting shocked by a goal and letting in another one. I they, they were nice goals by Arsenal, but still. It's the 2-0 victory. You gotta be careful with those. It's it's crazy how quickly the momentum shifts and ends up ends up with a 2-2 draw in this instance. All right, and then for the late match there, uh, wait, excuse me. Uh, yeah, the late match there on on Saturday, Sheffield United and Manchester United. Uh, there at, 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 where are they? Bramall Lane. That's right. Bramall Lane for Sheffield United. Yeah, this one, I, I really thought Sheffield played decent. Yeah. Like once they equalized, they played decent, but second half, they started to get overrun and you could feel the man you mm-hmm. So yeah, it wasn't a shock. Listen, my one, one was looking great for a long time. And then. <laughs> It's like Manchester, like, come on, come on. It's it's Sheffield, okay? Let's yeah. let's figure it out. And then and then they did. You know? As you could they see played it. Well, though. They did play well. I'll give them that. Yeah. They played pretty well. For being on a single point so far this season out of nine matches, they played well. The little mercies, I suppose. Uh, yeah. and then the single and solitary match on Sunday. Ost Aston Villa hosted our West Ham. Wow. West Ham. Okay. Let's try that again. Aston Villa hosted West Ham at Villa Park in Birmingham. Trying to do it like a like an intro mishmash from, from F- oh. FC 24. FC. Not FIFA 24. FC 24. Uh, and this one as well was was uh, not really in contention. Oddly enough, like I thought this would be a better match, more more one uh, more evenly sided. But Aston Village just kind of took it to him. We both had this as a two two draw. It ended up being not even close to that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be after the Bowen goal gave West Ham some hope, making it two one. But this is the Aston. This is who Aston Villa can be. They can be the team. They can put games away. They have the attack for it. And they showed it. Now, if they can start doing it against the bigger clubs, they'll Mm. move up in the table. But it seems like they're kind of that first team out mentality of the top five or six. So they have the stuff. It's just being consistent. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's promising. Absolutely for Villa. Uh, we'll see if they can carry it through, like you said, against against some better sides. Uh, and that then brings us to our match here for Monday, Tottenham and Fulham. And this one ends up coming out exactly how you thought it would. Two to zero. That was your perfect pick of the week. Your only one, unfortunately. Uh, I also got it right. It just wasn't as correct as, as you had. I thought Fulham... Uh, sorry, I thought... Tottenham would have an even easier time against Fulham than they did. Uh, really, I Tottenham was the better side in this one, but they were a little bit disorganized in the second half, it felt like. They kind of went into halftime. They almost went up 3-0 with a collapsed, uh, 
was it Kuliszewski uh, strike there right before? Yeah, right before the end of the first half, and then they came out really flat in the second. And Fulham had some had some chances at it. Uh, they had a couple bites at the apple that they just didn't capitalize on. Yeah, I felt like it was a um, a closer match than 2-0 provides. Yeah. I feel like Fulham put up a fight. They looked like a pretty good side, but I think Tottenham was just that much better. I mean, when you have Son scoring a goal, Madison scoring a goal, and all, but, their, all their attackers are just hitting on all cylinders. And and they were they tripped over each other so that neither of them got the second goal because they both sure could have scored a second one there. I think that was uh, in the leading up to the end of the uh first half um and then both of them got subbed off i believe or is it just sun that got subbed off no i think it was both of them um yeah but it was it, it went yeah it was a little bit closer than than i thought it would be but it's still you know tottenham still comes out with full points they're no worse for wear i mean it was a london derby there's a lot of those that will be flying around this season with so many london teams in it um but, you know, anytime you can do a, a somewhat rivaling match and come up with full points, you're going to be happy because you're always happy when you take away full points. Duh. It's full points. Um, so that brings us to the end of match week nine with uh, with not much going on as far as table table momentum. Uh, not a ton. What, what happened? I think Aston Villa went up over... West Ham because they beat them. But no major movements. Um, yeah, any takeaways from this weekend? City and Man U are still yet to draw this season. And Arsenal and Tottenham are yet to lose. So be on the lookout for that happening soon. Uh, but yeah, I'm shocked Tottenham is on top of the table after nine games. That's shocking to me. Hey, I picked him to go second this season, so I'm not mad about it. I just I just saw that it is the Manchester Derby uh, this next weekend. So that's something to look forward to. Um, and, of course, Sheffield United giving Arsenal the first loss of the season. That'll be so nice. <laughs> That'll definitely happen. Definitely happen. Uh, yeah. 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 But, you know, good job. Uh, picks. As far as picks, I went back and I retabulated. Uh, I haven't done that in recent weeks, but I've I've gone back to that. You had a, um, I don't know what how how you want to, how I want to approach this with you. Uh, match day six. No, match day seven. I think you went two and eight. Mm. On match day seven, not a great one for you. You've you've picked yourself up in the past couple weekends. Uh, as of right now, I am forty-seven and forty-three on the season with twelve perfect picks. That's pretty nice. Uh, you wow. are forty-one and forty-nine with five perfect picks. So mm. you got some catching up to do over the rest of this season. Uh, we are almost one third of the way through the season. Not quite. No, we're not. We're almost one quarter of the. We are one quarter of the way through the season. We got a while. <laughs> we 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 are. When we get halfway through the matches on on this weekend, we'll be one quarter of the way through the through the through the through the season. Thirty eight doesn't go equally into four. That's why I'm saying that. So cool beans, awesome sauce, and wow, that's great. Uh, with that being said, 
Welcome to the new schedule. We will be back on uh, Thursday evening with predictions for the weekend uh, posted roughly at 9 p.m. on Thursday. Uh, And in the meantime, why don't you go ahead and grab some coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you on Thursday evening. The Sant Lantashra. Sure, That's not. Good. Uh, the Sant Lantashra. <laughs> <laughs>